Hi, this is Jim Brangenberg, the host of the I Work For Him radio show. Thanks for listening to the I Work For Him podcast, where we discuss our workplace as our mission field. The live version of our show can be heard each weekday afternoon at 3 p.m. Eastern on AM 570 and 910 WTBN, locally in the Tampa Bay area, and worldwide on the web at letstalkfaith.com or iHeartRadio. Our website, iWorkForHim.com, has great resources on how you can learn about how your workplace can be your mission field. And also check out the sponsors that bring you the radio show each and every day. And while you're there on I Work For Him, click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and prayerfully consider joining the I Work For Him Nation. Join thousands around the globe praying for their coworkers and employees by name each and every day. That's IWorkForHim.com. I Work, the number four, Him.com. Remember, your workplace is your mission field, and in that mission field, you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. Thanks again for listening. I hope this broadcast will make an impact on your life so that you'll never look at your workplace the same again. Let's get to today's show. You've tuned into the fastest one hour in Christian talk radio. Super big thanks go out to my engineer. He puts together the show every day, tolerates me, doesn't throw things at me. Oh, we have double pane glass between us. But he does a great job all the time. Jose Cruz, thanks so much. Have you joined the I Work For Him Nation? We are putting out a call to every Christ follower across the fruited plain and around the globe. Here's what the call is. We're asking you to make the commitment between you, me, and the Lord to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. Being a member of the I Work For Him Nation sets you apart. Not in my eyes, not in, in the world's eyes, but in the Lord's eyes. He sets you apart and sends you off on the mission field, which is your workplace. Remembering that you may be the only Jesus your coworkers and employees may ever meet. I work, being a member of the I work for him nation, it sets, here's what we're looking for. People to start praying for their coworkers and employees. That one we've talked about. Looking for ways to serve those in your workplace. Looking for ways to befriend those people that you work with. Why? Because when you have real relationships with people, real conversations happen. When real conversations happen, Jesus comes up because you can't stop talking about the amazing work he's done in your life. Looking for ways to pray with people when you see that they're just having a rough day. But all along, being a person of excellence in your workplace. That's what it means to join the I Work For Him Nation. Be a member. Go out to iWorkForHim.com. Click on the I Work For Him Nation flag and start praying for your coworkers and employees on Monday so that you can watch the Lord just transform your, your life. Martha, as we open up this I Work For Him radio roundtable, when, when we start praying for those people around us, what kind of stuff goes on in, in our lives? I mean, what, what, what have you seen as you started praying for the people that work for us this last year? Well, I think that most importantly, they understand that we, um, we care that what we are doing is um, by investing in their prayer, you know, by lifting up their concerns, is that we really have an interest in them as a person, not just as an employee. All right. So what Martha and I did with our business partners, we had the opportunity to pray every day with our business partner, every Monday for, with our business partners for all of those, all of our employees. And it was such a great thing. And then our employees knew we were doing it because we were coming in early on a Monday and it was so awesome. So that prayer changes things. And it starts with changing your own heart. That's what's amazing. The prayer changes your own heart. You know, I want to just do a little jaunt as we right before we get to our guest for the day. You know, a lot of us live in fear. 
You know, we live in fear of the stock market, or we live in fear of our jobs, losing our jobs, or we live in fear because of the debt load that we have on our on our on our balance sheets at home personally, or we live in fear of relationships, or we live in fear. We just we live in fear. A lot of people live in fear. But here's what Martha and I have been doing in a devotional. We've been doing the Jesus Calling together this year. And the amazing part is just how God reminds us constantly. What what uh, Sarah Young did is she takes scriptures and she just kind of wrote out a, a, a dialogue between God and us. And she just reminds us, listen, just take your eyes off the world and get your eyes focused on me, says the Lord. And, and just waiting, trusting, and hoping. It's all about learning to wait on the Lord, learning to trust the Lord, learning to understand that in Him resides the hope that we need. And, and I just got to tell you, we got to stop living in fear. And we have to live by this verse that I quote every day. Romans 12, 2 says this, Don't copy the behaviors and customs of this world. Why? Because they are messed up. But let God transform you into a new person by changing the way you think. It takes a paradigm shift to be a Christ follower in today's world, and that is what it is described in Romans 12 too. That's a paradigm shift we can all live with. Our guest today is Kira Wilson. She is has helped found a new school called Covenant Academy, and we're going to talk about that today. You know, one of the things that we no, need in our world is a place where our kids can get a great education and also the truth about who the Lord is and how to integrate all of those things into one place. Carol Wilson, welcome to I Work For Him. Thank you so much. It's nice to be here. I'm, gl- I'm glad to have you here. That's just awesome. It's good to have you here safely. We know that uh, traversing and traveling within Tampa sometimes can be a, a tension filling. I talk about it often on the air. Kira, we're not going to talk about the school just yet. First, let's talk about taking a deep breath. How is Christ making a difference in your life today? Well, because he's my all in all and um, I live for him. Um, The difference that he makes is he gives me joy and peace in the midst of all the things going on around me in the midst of the rain today. I'm feeling like I jumped in my pool as I got in my car. Um, and, you know, just knowing that I have um, life in him and I have purpose. And I, I would say that's probably um, the biggest thing, just confidence in the purpose that I have. I remember when I was um, taking a class in, in psychology in, in uh, college, and one, the first, first day of class, the instructor, a professor asked us to write uh, the answer to who am I and what is my purpose? And mm. as a Christian, it's just glorious to know that we can we can answer that that question with confidence. And so I, I love my Savior. And if you're out there listening, you're wondering, well, how do I get answers to that question? Of course, we've got a show sponsor, IdentityAndDestiny.com. You need to order that manual. One of the most powerful Bible studies out there. It's a manual, but it's a Bible study, eight-week Bible study that will transform your lives. You can always get this. This is just a free plug today. Identity and Destiny, every Christ follower in America should get IdentityAndDestiny.com, the manual, because it will answer those questions. Who did God create you to be? What did he create you to do? And what's your assignment right now? Our guest in studio today is Kira Wilson. She is one of the founders of Covenant Academy in St. Petersburg, covenantacademyfl.org, Covenant Academy FL, Florida, get it? FL.org. Kira, we go way back. We've done some live auctions together. We've raised some money together. We've had a lot of fun uh, fundraising for your past school that you were with. Talk about where the idea came from to start Covenant Academy. 
Well, Covenant Academy is a unique model of education. So it's a university model school, which I'll get into in a little bit. But just the idea that um, even within the county, you know, what it was there room for another alternative, another option for parents. And we feel like because of our unique model, um, you know, we, we got together with parents and some other educators and prayed about the idea of starting something mid-county for um, Christian families that um, want an affordable education and still want to remain involved in their education. Mm-hmm. And that's the key right there is that this is a, your model is for families that really participate in that education process. Right. So when we say partnering with parents, it's not a bullet point on a brochure. It's like <laughs> our, parents, heading. Yes, our parents are involved. And so the idea of a university model school is that uh, parents are, uh, the schedule is flexible and parents are really involved. So our, it's a collegiate schedule, which means our students come Monday, Wednesday, and Friday and they're home on Tuesdays and Thursdays. So parents have to be involved in the education and the instruction on those days. And uh, then we provide, and we provide what it is that they're to, you know, that instruction for them so that they know what they're supposed to be doing on those off days. What grades is this, is Covenant Academy? We are K through eighth uh, presently. Um, We are, um, you know, the possibility of high school or part of high school is is in the future, but right now we're K through eight. All right, we're talking with Dr. Kira. I probably should have put that out there because you do have a doctorate. Anybody that's got a doctorate, at least needs to be called doctor once on air because you that's a lot of work. Dr. Kira Wilson, she's one of the founders of Covenant Academy right there. Is it St. Peter or is it Pinellas Park? It's Pinellas Park, right, right on it's, Park it's, Boulevard. I was going to say, it's like right on the verge of that. Okay, so it's right in Pinellas Park. And you can find out more about them online at covenantacademyfl.org. So I want to go into more of what this university model really means, because I have no idea. I've been to the university, but that was for college. So how do you do that in kindergarten through eighth grade? All right. The University Model School really began as an idea. Um, well, it was God's idea, but some parents in in uh, Texas uh, actually did something with that idea, <laughs> and uh, they were there was families that were homeschooling and wanted the best of homeschooling and traditional education. They wanted a Christian education, so they put together this model that created a a collegiate schedule that's like it's like the university in that way it's like a university schedule where children come either two days a week or three days a week in our case it's three and then also the fact that it's college prep so the idea is that it is a rigorous academic program and um, so that back 20 years ago started and because of the success of that original school many other schools began uh, to pop up in Texas then a national organization was founded and that's where we sort of came in is that a family found out about University Mall Schools and wanted to bring one to Florida and I was contacted to help start the first one and um, and then wanted to start the second one mid-county. Mm, that's cool. And I know you've got a heart and a passion for education. We've spent a lot of time talking about this. And, and by the way, when you guys get ready to do your, your first fundraiser, you need an auctioneer. I'm, I'm all there. Okay. I, I, I don't have a suit that fits anymore, though. I think the, the last time I did your auction was the last time that suit fit. But OK, so talk to me about how you knew that education was your calling. I mean, this shows all about people connecting their faith to their workplace. And you have an understanding of how to do that. But how did you know that education was where you were called? 
Well, it's funny. You know, the the line that I love from Chariots of Fire, when Eric Lydon says Mm. that he feels the pleasure of God when he runs, and that, I mean, I I really have a sense of God's pleasure when I teach, and I've I've always enjoyed teaching. And uh, it's funny, I was thinking today that my, my, my mother wanted me to go into physical therapy. And so back in the day, I did, I did my volunteer work in physical therapy, and I applied to the University of Florida for the physical therapy department, which is a lot more competitive than education, I might say. <laughs> and so I did get an interview, and I went for the interview. And I, I laugh when I think about this, the interview question, the only one that I remember, which was, if you don't get in, what will you do? And I said to the lady straight up, I'll reapply for the College of Education <laughs> because that's really what I wanted to do. You know, my my, my mother thought that physical education, I mean, um, uh, physical therapy would be great, but I really wanted to be an educator. And so um, needless to say, I didn't hear from the physical therapy department. <laughs> they, wanted it, they wanted to hear, well, there's no... Exactly. Oh, you know, I've got to get in. Yes, just gotta get or in. I will reapply next year. You know, that's that's what they want to hear. Right. That's so awesome. So you knew that education was, I mean, you felt that that was what you wanted to do. And how have you used that through the years? Well, I started, I began teaching in a Christian school, and then uh, we had children. I had two children, and I loved teaching so much. I thought, Lord, how will I ever how will I ever not teach? Um, and then I had my children, and then it was like, Lord, how can I, how can I not stay home? And so I, I did stay home with my children, and then they began to go to um, a Christian school, and I was there so much because I'm just, I love the education, I love the academic as- atmosphere, I love being a student, I love being a teacher, um, and so I was there all the time, and I thought, well, this is kind of crazy, and I and I felt like there was this banner over this cloud that, you know, the Lord, mm-hmm. following everywhere that said homeschool, 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 and I'm like, Lord, but they'll miss out, and I listed all the things to the Lord that they would miss out on, none of which were academic, but all the things that I really had enjoyed about both teaching and being a student. And uh, I finally surrendered, and I said, okay, Lord, I'll homeschool. And I cannot tell you, almost instantly, I had this incredible joy and drive and enthusiasm for reading every book I could get my hands on about homeschooling. And so I homeschooled them. But Mm -hmm. the the evolution of my homeschooling was that I began to help other homeschoolers, and I began to teach classes for their children. And then that kind of... Of course you did, because you're the educator. (laughs) And so so that kind of evolved into a a program called HOPE, H-O-P, which was helping our parents educate through our church. You said you're an educator. You know that H-O-P says HOP. H-O-P-E, I'm sorry. I didn't hear the E part. I did did get the education in there, helping our parents educate. Yes, it was Hope, Hope Academy. And so um, helped, uh, you know, families along that line. And then that's when I was contacted um, about starting the first University Mall School, which I tell people is a lot like having a, a surprise party thrown for you if you've ever ever been really <laughs> surprised and that's only happened once I've my my husband has tried a lot of surprises but once I was completely surprised and um, it was like wait wait a minute how did my world like how did everybody manipulate my world to get me to this place right here and have all these people it was the wow. just a strangest feeling and that's kind of how i felt with god saying okay now i'm going to you're going to be the administrator of this university mall school because initially when i was asked i literally i hung up the phone and i guffawed it was like okay lord that's funny and then <laughs> and he, he was very quick to say you know wait a minute mm-hmm. look how i've set you up for this just like i felt like my friends had set me up for that surprise party so i had had traditional education experience. I'd had homeschooling experience. 
I had worked with the county on the portfolio review committee. I had done evaluation and testing for for students and I had I had started Hope Academy. And so it was like, Lord, look, hmm. you know, I was just totally set up for it. So um that's wow. that's how I got to where I I am. So were you on, you know, the Covenant Academy, you said you launched it last year. Kind of a, a quiet launch, though. You got a little quiet launch. This year, you're really growing as you head into the 2016-17 school year. Were you on the sidelines before somebody calls you and said, hey, start Covenant Academy? Or did you go from your last university model to this? I mean, there was a little break in there for you. There was, and and really just waiting on the Lord. Like, th- I didn't want this to be about me mm-hmm. or about uh, the other individuals that, you know, perhaps that came alongside me to start this. We wanted to make sure that it was what the Lord had called us to do. And we did get a call from um, a pastor of a church. They had had a church, they had had a school in the church for years. The building was actually built for a school, and uh, a pastor, a prior pastor, had closed the school down, and they had this building uh, that they wanted to utilize. And so I got a call uh, because his wife had had worked for me, saying, you know, we, we'd like, you know, we'd like to consider having a school here. So it's like, okay, Lord, there's one door open, and you know, we saw all the obstacles, and one by one, Lord took care of all those obstacles. It was awesome. And that's when you really know you're within the will of God when. You don't have to push down the doors. Amen. God just starts opening the doors. Mm-hmm. And and all of the I's get dotted. All the T's get crossed appropriately. We're talking about grammar. This is an education show today. <laughs> and and you see the Lord just go, this is what I want you to do, Kira. So just shut up and be obedient. Mm-hmm. But maybe he doesn't have to tell you to shut up. He does have to tell me sometimes, just, Jim, just be quiet. Listen to me for a minute. Yeah, it was definitely a process of, okay, Lord, we'll go to the next door. And, uh, you know, just little by little, he, he took us through them. That's a cool thing. We're talking today with Dr. Kira Wilson. She's one of the founders. She's the chief. Do they call you chief administrator, superwoman? What are they? What's your What's your title at Covenant Academy? Administrator. Well, I'm going to call you chief administrator. She's the chief administrator <laughs> at Covenant Academy, right there in Pinellas Park. If you're looking for a great place to plug your child in and get a Christian education in a university model school with a vigorous academic program, go check them out online. Covenant Academy FL Covenant Academy FL I just want to because we're not going to be on the sh- on the air on Sunday, no, which is not. a very Thank special day in the life of Jim Brangenberg. He is finally what about, what about going your to your life. Well, mine too. Um, he's finally going to join my age of, of as of now, and he will be turning the big five zero. So I just want to wish you in front of everybody on the air, happy birthday, and it's not so bad. <laughs> no. Let's just be clear today that I am still in my 40s broadcasting yeah. right now. <laughs> For about 40 more hours <laughs> That's or right. Whatever. <laughs> Let's just make that clear. All right, back to you, Kira. Okay, so Dr. Kira Wilson, she's in, she's one of the founders, and she's the chief administrator. She, she didn't say that I added that, but she's the administrator, so she's in charge, the big kahuna at Covenant Academy, fl.org. Kira, when somebody came to you and said, let's start another university model school, was your first words out of your mouth? What, what, what were the first words? Do I, or, or could you not repeat them? I was probably silent. For you were a silent. While. Ah. <laughs> I mean, it, it is my passion, and it certainly is an, a form of education, a model of education that I love. But I, again, I wanted to make sure that it was, it was God. So it was something that I prayed about. Probably. I mean, if 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 there was a response to that, it was probably, you know, let's pray about that. Well, and I think it's important, Martha. Don't you think that people understand what a what a, an, a university model really means, because. I didn't really understand it, but it's a very 
it's a very involved model for parents. I mean, this isn't just a, hey, shove your kids in school and we'll see on Friday afternoon. These parents really have to be involved. Correct. So it's not for those parents that, you know, drop their children off at, at the beginning of the day, pick them up at the end of the day and expect the school to have educated them. Oftentimes, those parents are not fully aware of what is taught and what isn't taught. In our model, parents know everything that's being taught and everything that isn't being taught. And so um, basically, our, our, our teachers create a lesson plan for the entire week for all of the subjects. And that lesson plan is provided to the parents so they know exactly what's going on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And then they complete uh, the, the work that needs to be done with their children on Tuesday, Thursday. So it offers a lot of flexibility, but it's also a lot, you know, it's a lot of work. It's, it's effort. It requires commitment on the part of the parents. Most definitely. So one of the things that um, I'm just trying to picture this for families is that the homework the and that kind of stuff is structured so that they're intending Tuesdays and Thursdays to be spent on them. No more evening homework anymore, or is it going to end up being both? No, correct. And one of the things that we want to be um, a family-centered education and fa- and we want there to be family learning. And so, and we want there to be a lot of interaction, which is one of the things that I, that was covered in my research uh, for my, my doctorate. But Um, So we want families to have time together to do that interacting so they don't have homework in the evenings and they don't have homework on the weekends, keeping in mind that it's a very rigorous program and our test results will will, you know, stack up against any five-day program out there. And Mm -hmm. so it's, you know, we're not we're not slashing the academic uh, curriculum in order to do that. So we say to parents that Tuesday and Thursday is going to look like a regular school day. So for the most part, by the time a child is in fifth grade, they're going to spend five or six hours on those off days. Now, the little ones spend a lot less than that. Mm-hmm. They may spend like three hours doing doing their work. But the thing that I love about it is that parents have the flexibility of doing that when, when it works for them. If they're early risers and they want to start at 8 o'clock, great. If they're not, dad's working or dad's going to get home or, you know, there's something going on with their schedule, they want to start their day at 11 o'clock, that's fine. I think consistency is important within the family, mm-hmm. but there's a lot of flexibility. So provides, you know, just a, a great opportunity for families. I love that because of the fact that you are, there is flexibility for the family that you have no idea what their structure looks like for them, but that they have the ability to make that work for them and know that those aren't days off to go to the pool. Those are those are days right. not traveling to the school building, but educating. Yes, that's going what... to the pool is about learning about <laughs> physics. I mean, come on, it's marine science, biology, yeah, and it's physics. <laughs> well, it could be. Yes. It is but absolutely not, about physics. It's displacement. Day. It's all it's about buoyancy. geometry. Not, yeah, yeah, come on. <laughs> well, one of the things I do make clear to the kids, you know, when they come for their family interview, is do you understand this model? And then, you know, and then I'll I'll kind of ask. Now, you you know that you know, yeah, we we. We come to school three days a week, and I remind them that they're still be doing to school school the other two days. Mm-hmm. But one of the other things that I love that we do is when in related to family learning is that we have adjusted our science and our history program so that multiple uh, grades, multiple levels, age levels are learning the same thing. So that rather than if you've got a fourth grader that's doing earth science and a fifth grader that's doing astronomy and a sixth grader or seventh grader that's doing, you know, human body, you know, there's not a lot of family learning going on there. So we rotate those things around so that all the children last year were studying botany. This year, they're all going to be studying astronomy. And that way, families can go to the aquariums and, you know, or the um, 
planetariums and do you know do the kinds of things that will will create kind of that family learning. Wow, you know. I love that. And you said you did that with science and what other history history. As well. That's we're, fabulous because we got to go. Well, no, I was going to oh. say, we're talking with Kira, Dr. Kira Wilson. She's one of the founders of Covenant Academy right there in Pinellas Park. You can get your family involved in Covenant Academy as well. Find out more details, covenantacademyfl.org. I didn't mean to interrupt you, baby. I just want to make sure people knew who we're talking to. <laughs> that was a good idea. No, I was just thinking about the mom who's trying to wrap their head around all of those different subjects at one time because one of the things that you said just a few moments ago is the fact that you're educating the parents too and I can see that being incredibly intimidating if you're trying to do several different kinds of science and different uh, levels of, of history and different you know time periods and things like that that's I love that idea and we really want them to be engaged in that process right. and and have fun with it so they can you know they can read together or they can watch a documentary or, or a drama or go on a field trip or a vacation I was trip just gonna say vacation you could plan around going to Williamsburg or whatever it might be right. that might go with that year yes that's awesome. I just, um, I just get stuck in the astronomy thing. No, I'm, well, yes, <laughs> uh, but I just don't want to be ever be a teacher again. Uh, I, when I think about astronomy, I think, you know what? Astronomy, the study of astronomy 30 years ago versus today, right. night and day, with all that we have seen. Thank mm. God for the money that we actually spent on the Hubble Space Telescope. If there's ever billions of dollars we spent that were incredibly spent, it was that in the space shuttle program. I mean, you think about the impact that the Hubble Space Telescope has made on science. It's incredible. It's All right, we're talking with Dr. Kira Wilson, one of the founders, and she's the chief administrator of the Big Kahuna at Covenant Academy right there in Pinellas Park. You can find out more about them online. It's a university model with a very rigorous academic program so that your kids walk away with incredible intelligence and become Ivy League school kids. I don't know where they're going to... We're going to talk about that. Where do these kids go after eighth grade, after leaving Covenant Academy? You can find out more about them online, covenantacademyfl.org. Kira, as you look at, uh, I'll ask you a tough question in a minute, but why don't you just get people, we got people just tuning in right now, it's the bottom of the half hour, talk to people about why they should get involved with Covenant Academy. It's a wonderful opportunity for families um, to be involved with their children. It's a great way for uh, parents to remain influential in their children's lives mm-hmm. because they're with them more often than they normally would be. And um, it's a great it's a great education for children as well. It's a small environment, small classes. And you said your enrollment is growing and growing because there's a fam- there's families out there looking specifically for this model, for the university model, where they can get involved, but they're not doing all of the teaching. Correct. And, and the other benefit, really, of having a three-day program is that it really makes it much more affordable for the average, you know, Christian family. Um, our tuition is, some, you know, to a 3800 for the year um, to forty. To I think depending on the age versus seven to ten or twelve or fifteen thousand um, for some of the other Christian schools and some of the other private schools in the area. Yeah, I know some of the private schools go up over twenty. Mm-hmm. Certain ones here in Tampa Bay and Tampa. So, all right. So here's here's the question. Everybody's going, well, Jim, you haven't answered the question yet. We're like, I'm coming. I'm getting the question. All right. You're on the I Work For Him show. You mentioned in your testimony, well, I live for him. No, but this is the I Work For Him show. <laughs> work is living. Kindergarten through eighth graders. No, they're not thinking about their job yet, but maybe they are. How are you, as part of this university model, preparing kids to understand that no matter what they do, they're going on the mission field when they graduate from high school and go to college and get out of college? 
Okay, so the answer to that you've mentioned a couple times, and that's Christian worldview, a biblical worldview. So helping them to understand that our life as Christians is not segregated. So when I say that I live for him, well, if I live for him, I'm taking that to my workplace, right? And so for our children to understand... I just don't own the trademark on I live for him. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. That's okay. (laughs) So, you know, we want our children to understand that, um, you know, the the Bible and our Christian... um, you know, principles and all of that is not something that we set on the shelf, uh, you know, five or six days a week, right. and uh, that it's all a part of, of who we are. We're, if, as believers, everything that we do and our thoughts and our actions um, should should mirror and reflect uh, the belief in, in Scripture. And so, you know, I would say that that, that would be one thing in helping them to understand that, you know, um, a Bible class doesn't make a Christian school a Christian school. Uh, so modeling all of our teachers, modeling that, them bringing that worldview and um, Christ to the workplace and modeling that for the, for the children. And then, um, you know, the children understanding the importance of, you know, connecting the dots, helping them to connect the dots between what they say they believe and how, how they live. You know, the, I, I, we've talked a lot about the family-centered learning, and you, you talked about how you, how you integrate throughout the grades, history and science. How how do you build in, you, you mentioned in there that you've got character building, integrated learning worldview, biblical worldview, which you just talked about. You got this thing called the READ program. What's that about? Well, that's really fun because, so Monday and Wednesday are, the program reflects one another. They kind of mirror uh, one another. Friday is what I call a wild card. So Friday is we have a read program, R-E-A-D, standing for Read, Explore, and Discover. And so Friday is a day where there's more project learning going on, and we we present some piece of literature. The literature might relate to their science. It might relate to their history, but it doesn't necessarily relate to those subjects. But it's just a good piece of literature that we can then uh, teach them about, you know, whether it's the art or the, you know, the illustrator of that, the author of the book, the geography, the science of what's going on in that piece of literature, whatever it might be. So it's a lot more project oriented in that regard. And then Friday is our day where, you know, they'll we walk them to the library, which isn't far from us, which is really, really fun. Um, and a, a day where they take field trips. We have guest speakers in do just uh, we have our community um, service project days on Fridays. Hmm. That sounds like they have a lot of fun. It really doesn't. But yet it seems like it's all very intentional and it all goes back to purpose of what they're doing and not just filling the day with things to fill the day. So Absolutely. how often do you watch Disney videos? <laughs> I'm, I'm not a Disney fan. I'm guessing, I'm guessing <laughs> not. I was just looking for the no. I was just going we don't watch Disney videos. Okay. All right, we're talking today with Dr. Kira Wilson. She's one of the founders, and she's the chief administrator at Covenant Academy in Pinellas Park. Kira, do you have people coming from just outside of Pinellas County? I mean, it, you don't have to live in just Pinellas County to go to Covenant Academy, do they? That's correct. Um, we have probably the furthest I think we have is Oldsmar, which... Um, That's a long uh, ways. And um, we had... I, I got a call from someone that lives... In South Tampa, you know, because it's, she said it was about a 20 minute drive. So, uh, and then we do have people out towards the beaches and we have people in St. Pete. So it, it is nice that we're kind of mid county. Yeah, you're kind of, yeah, you're right. Easy, sent, easy right yeah. off of 275 too. I mean, not, not too bad at all. All right. You can find out more about Covenant Academy online at Covenant Academy FL Florida dot O R G. All right. So you've got a doctorate, which praise the Lord, glad it was you. 
Okay. <laughs> so people that have been listening to our show for a long time know that I did teach seventh and eighth grade math for one year and that it was the hardest job I ever had in my entire life and that I don't ever desire to be a teacher so we're again. we're very thankful for all those oh my goodness teacher as their occupation. I always knew that teachers were very gifted and that they were really servants of God. I Until I taught for a year, I didn't realize how truly blessed they were to be able to tolerate what they do every day. And most of them really enjoy it. Right. So it's a calling. It is. It truly is. It's a gift and a calling. And it's really all the Lord. Mm-hmm. I, would, I would give you that for sure. And anybody ever wants to hear that story, just call me. I'll tell you. It was the <laughs> toughest. That was the toughest year. I had a bleeding ulcer at the end of that year. But you know, one of the things that I think our listeners would think the same thing about maybe being on the radio every day or, right. you know, the other things that other people do is that's the affirmation of where you are, where God has you placed when you know you're in that sweet spot, which we again talk about with identity and destiny. I will mention the math scores were up the year that I taught seventh <laughs> and eighth grade math. But Get that in there. Yeah. Anyway. Okay. So you did this doctorate and your doctorate is research and parenting practices that foster academic success. What a great title. Okay. So what does that really mean? I mean, I could see the university model you set up totally fits into your doctorate. Obviously that was on purpose. So you could do research in what you're doing, but why that? What were you trying to prove? What are you, what are you trying to, I mean, in your dissertation, what are you trying to prove? Well, the interesting story behind that is that I raised two children who are, are very, very bright. And the question was, how did that happen? <laughs> because I didn't really, I mean, I did, I did well in school, but I did well. I always, I felt I did well because I worked hard where my children have really always been like off the chart on testing. And, and uh, so that was really a puzzlement. And it's like, okay, well, what, what was different about their education? Well, I homeschooled them. And, and it wasn't, I think it was that interaction, the constant interaction and desire to teach them to be an instructive parent, to be purposeful about parenting. And so that was one of the things that I wanted to look at. And so the dissertation or the research, the study, actually was asking graduates of master's and doctoral programs about the parenting practices that they believed fostered their academic success. So I wasn't asking parents. I was asking grown graduates of master's and doctoral programs. Wow. So say what say what the focus was again. I want to wrap my head around it. <laughs> Parenting practices that foster academic success. So what do these what do these kids tell you? Well, it was um, interaction was um, a a repeated theme of of the information that I that I received. Parents and not, involved in their education. Yes, and not and the kind of interaction where I mean we're talking constant interaction. They they would say that they there was a lot of conversation at the dinner table, or their parents and them talked all the time, or when they would go places, they would read about things ahead of time, and they would talk about things ahead of time, or they'd kind of debrief about an experience afterwards. So there was a lot of purposeful interaction, not just you know get the cereal out of the cabinet and make your bed, and you know who's going to this soccer game where when, and you know there was you know, meaningful interaction about the world around them. And I think that's just, you know, very, very significant. I, I, that's so interesting because I remember having conversations with our own kids and our kids would be like, well, our, ki- our friends don't even know how to get there or they don't know what their parents do for a living. And 
our kids were like, you guys, you know, tell us, we talk about it, we're involved. And you see that, it, the, the actions that can come out of that or the differences. You saw the way it played out. That's interesting. Yeah, there were a lot of other things, but I would mm-hmm. say that that was probably, that was the repeated theme throughout sure. throughout the uh Research. We're, we're talking with Dr. Kara Wilson. She's one of the founders, and she's the administrator for Covenant Academy, FL.org. Found right there in Pinellas Park, just a 20-minute drive away from just about anywhere in, I don't know, Tampa, depending on how fast you drive, I suppose. Kira, as you look at the family that's the perfect fit for Covenant Academy, who is that perfect family? Parents that want more interaction, more time, more influence than they would have with a five-day program because you're with your children more. I mean, it just it just stands to reason that you're going to have more influence. Um, par- parents that want a flexible schedule that maybe don't want to have, um, you know, someone else determining what they're doing five days a week and all evening and on the weekends because of homework. Uh, those families that, in some cases, you know, we have really been able to serve families who have children who will do better in a smaller environment. Maybe maybe children who have some a little bit of anxiety issues or um, students who have um, you know minor health issues or even ADD because those children two days a week are able to work with their parents and if they want to do it hanging upside down from the table and that works for them, they can do that. Uh, it's also a smaller environment. So there's a variety really of families that I feel like that we can we can serve. Mm-hmm. Or you look like you were going to say something. No, she's Martha's yeah. giving me that funny face. No, okay. I was interpreting in my head. She was saying hanging from the table so on the days at home, home yeah. not the days at, home. Days at oh, school. Right. We, we, the, the, and we, immediately we I was go... thinking, I don't think I could, I, I don't. I think I have a little ADD, but hanging upside down, all the blood would go to my head. I wouldn't be able to think straight. <laughs> well, there, we, we are able to go as far as to, you know, we might give children like that, you know, one of those squeezy balls to, mm-hmm. you know, that they can squeeze under the, the table or something like that. But, you know, I mean, obviously they can't be, you know, walking around the room as as the teacher's right. instructing. But on the off days, they can if that's how they learn. You know, if they learn best by doing jumping jacks and repeating their spelling words, then great. They have the flexibility of doing that on Tuesdays and Thursdays. That's right. We're talking with Dr. Kira Wilson. She is the chief administrator and one of the founders of Covenant Academy right there in Pinellas Park. You can find out more about this university model school with a with a rigorous academic program designed for the unique family that really desires to be a part of their child's education and to really see their kids excel. Find them online at covenantacademyfl.org, covenantacademyflflorida.org. Kira, as we look to closing out the show, I've been directing people to the website, covenantacademyfl.org. I've asked you the tough questions. How do people, how are you guys equipping them to make sure they understand their workplaces or mission field? You said, hey, listen, we're teaching in the biblical worldview. Everything is connected. How do people like find out? I mean, are you going to do, I mean, are you, how, are you, how do you introduce people to this, to the school? So we do have an, an informational meeting July the 18th at 7 p.m. We do these several times throughout the year. The last one for the, for the next school year will be July 18th at 7 p.m. And, um, of course, going to the website is a great way to learn a little bit more about us and certainly calling, um, coming by and visiting. We're there Monday, Wednesday, and Friday uh, starting July 11th. So we're sort of on a... A little bit of a break here, and we'll be back July the 11th, starting Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. All right, talk again about that ideal family that fits into this model, because this isn't just for everybody. This is a model that is designed for a specific type of family mind mindset. 
uh, the mindset and also just the importance of having the time on Tuesdays and Thursdays to be able to instruct because, of course, that is, you know, it's going to be really important that they're committed to doing that. So um, having, and it might be flexible, but um, having someone that's available Tuesdays and Thursdays. And then as far as the mindset, you know, these are parents that are, are probably wanting their children to be a little bit in a in a more protected environment, um, and I'm not going to say sheltered because anytime you put children together and people together, you can't shelter and protect them from everything. Um, <laughs> That's but, for sure. But but we are in a protected environment, and, and the one thing that they can be sure of is that. Character is important and character building is important. So if there are issues that arise in a classroom between children and whatever that, you know, if there's things that are uncomfortable, I'll use the word bullying because it's used so often, but that's just not something that's acceptable because it's not acceptable to Christ that we treat one another that way. Mm -hmm. And so we're going to address that and we're going to, we're going to, we're going to desire, our desire is to kind of reach the heart to, to talk to children about that, to give them grace to grow, but to address it so that they don't think that that's okay. Find out more about Covenant Academy in Pinellas Park, covenantacademyfl.org, covenantacademyfl.org. Dr. Kira Wilson, thanks so much for being on I Work For Him today. Thanks for having me. Martha, it comes, we're coming to the end of another I Work For Him show. Can you believe another week is gone? No, I can't. It's gone fast. We got a busy weekend this weekend. All this partying, celebrating my 50th birthday. I hope my present, you ever already wrapped in at home? You're getting a nap for your birthday. I'm getting no, a nap. I'm just so that'd be a no Mountain Dew day. <laughs> All right, baby. I love you. I can't wait. We're finally going to be the same age and celebrate a half a century. That's right. Unbelievable. Thanks for tuning in to our work for him today. We hope that you heard something today that challenged you. Maybe even just how you think about education. Because, boy, is education important today. And parents, it doesn't matter where your kids are going to school, you need to be involved in their education. 24 hours a day, be teaching your kids and instill that biblical worldview. And if you don't know what that is, You need to start researching what that is, but it's just incorporating everything about Christ into every part of our lives. As we come to the show, at the end of the show, I want to challenge you. Go out to iWorkForHim.com and join the iWorkForHim Nation this weekend. iWorkForHim.com. Click on the iWorkForHim Nation flag. Make that commitment to start praying for your coworkers and employees by name each and every day. You've been listening to the iWorkForHim radio show with your hosts, Jim and Martha Brangenberg. We're Christ followers and we own our own business, but ultimately, I I work work for him. him.